0: Tim. Hey Dan. Guess what? What? Budget update.
1: Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, dr, drunk
0: accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk again, drunk again, drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Tim. And we are the two drunk accountants. And so this is gonna be a, a bit of a shorter episode today. We're not gonna go through the usual Tim and Dan low and the Tardass tips. Mm. And and I know what you're all thinking, like, oh no, but that's the only reason we listen. Um but that's okay, because there's another episode this week, which was our live episode we did last night, which is just basically all that.
1: Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> a lot of banter.
0: A lot of banter and uh, and some great and guests, guests and and some fun times. So uh, I'm gonna, yeah, that's that's going to be released later in the week. Um, so you can look forward to that. But this episode, we're just going to get right to the point and start talking about the budget last night and, and what it was and, and what it wasn't.
1: Mm, yeah. It wasn't a lot of things, really, was it? Yeah. Like but, the, uh, I guess we'll dive into that.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's start with what it wasn't. Um, it wasn't um, a big transformative change, um, apart from maybe the paid parental leave, which was already... Announced, so so that didn't feel like a big shock because we knew that was going to come. But there was no changes to the proposed tax cuts in twenty twenty four, flattening of those
1: tax rates. Not yet. Not Not yet. yet. Maybe in the next budget, which is six months away. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they'll change them then. (laughs) Yeah, I think it
0: depends on yeah how everyone's going by then, Um, Mm. because like they're not going to happen next year. They happen the year after twenty twenty four, and and essentially. They're going to reduce 32.5 to 30 cents and increase the threshold all the way up to 200,000, which is a pretty massive change, really.
1: It is, but I mean, real wages are on the decline. One way to increase real wages is by cutting taxes. Mm. Um, If you look at house prices in the last 15 years, there's been a widening gap Mm. in the amount of borrowing and the prices of the houses raises people's wages so Mm -hmm. something's going to give there like people need to have more real income to be able to afford to live in a place and to put food on the table and, and live a happy life so yeah that's kind of part of that but at the same rate um cutting taxes will just add to inflation yeah so it's a bit of a balancing act, and I guess that's what this budget reflects in many ways. Yeah, and, and really, they're walking a, a tightrope. And at and the moment, that was often. Uh, sorry, that was sort of what um, a big
0: part of the treasurer's speech last night was about. I think they said uh, inflation is expected to peak later this year, close to eight percent, which mm. is which is massive inflation. So high. Um, so high. Uh, the economy is expected to grow this this year by you know three and a half percent or something like that, and then it's going to drop mm-hmm. down to one percent, or just over one percent, the next year. So it's like that's that's a significant downturn, really. Um, and and there's a lot mm-hmm. of talk about a global downturn. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess what this is teeing up is. Things are going to get more expensive, but the economy is not going to go as well and our wages are going to go backwards is essentially the message the Treasury gave last night.
1: Yeah, and we're not talking like massive amounts. Mm. Um, Obviously, if you've got a lot of debt, interest rates going up, that's going to be a pretty big chunk Mm. of your weekly disposable income. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we might be talking over the course of a couple of years, 10 to 15% of various normal things that you buy, they'll be 10 to 15% higher in price and your wage will not be increasing to account for that. Um, yeah. Essentially, so, on, on, on average. So, yeah. there's probably some people who w- will secure pay rises of more than 8% mm. in their position. So, um, But yeah, uh, there's a whole range of people in our economy, isn't there? There's people who work for the minimum wage and there's people who earn a million dollars a year. It's not going to impact them that much.
0: Yeah, um, exactly. I, th- I think the the people this will affect more will be the people who generally, you know, are, are living week to week, um, yeah. or, or who who are already stretching a, a low income to try and cover their costs, mm-hmm. um, which is why I guess the argument around the tax cuts um, comes in. Now, mm-hmm. those tax cuts do start at forty five thousand dollars. So, mm-hmm. if if you're only between forty five and ninety, I think it is at the moment, you, you'll get a two point five percent tax cut. So that's good. Under That's this rule. true.
1: That's true. And the first rollout of those tax cuts was um, lower incomes. Some so yeah, mm. some middle income mm. tax offsets. They increased that um, that forty five thousand dollars mark was previously. What was it before? I think it was thirty seven. Yeah. thirty seven. It's, it's so crazy how quickly the tax rates drop out of your mind. When yeah, they're old. But <laughs> um, yeah, so so there is definitely already some tax savings in that that lower yeah. end. But yeah. Th- The question does remain whether or not they should continue to roll out those tax cuts Mm. up to $200,000. I'm biased. I would love, you know, I would would love them to continue doing that because I know a lot of clients will benefit Mm. and potentially if things go right for me, like I could benefit. But but like at the same rate, is that fair? I, I don't know. And is it just creating more? inequality in the economy possibly yeah um, exactly
0: we it's it's hard to to figure that one out and and you know I guess um, if the concern is inflation, well, these tax cuts don't happen for another two years, so inflation will be very mm-hmm. different in two years' time compared to what it is now. But real wages is probably still going to be a problem, so so maybe yeah. maybe that will be fine. Um, yes, you know, a hundred thousand dollars of income isn't what it used to be. I know there's probably people no. listening to this who who earn forty thousand dollars a year and, and are sitting there thinking, Well, that sounds like a lot to me. Um, yes, yeah, and I completely Absolutely. empathize with that. But but really, if if you're looking at you know your local houses are costing a million dollars then um then it really isn't that much money um
1: yeah it's enough to like save money if, depending on what you're paying out mm. for a loan or rent you could be saving a bit of money um on that sort of 40 or 50 range and that year, sort of i can imagine it'd be right like quite tough mm. even just paying your rent each week so so I'm just going to give there, and I guess that, like the the way they tried to address that in this budget was by making uh, childcare cheaper. Mm. So people maybe like in particular single parent families, yeah. um, they will have more capacity to go and earn an income, and they won't be penalised by putting their kids in for more childcare. Yeah, so that's that's a huge tick. I definitely agree with that one. Again, not because I'm biased and I have a child who will probably go on childcare in 12 months time.
0: But um, they're increasing the maximum rate from 85% to 90% for families for the first child in care and increase it for all families earning less than $530,000 in household income. So that's a significant amount of people that um, the cost of childcare so you can get people back in the workforce because we all know we've got job shortages and a good way to mm. fill that gap is to enable families to, to go do that. Um, that's going to make it cheaper for a lot of people. So that that is something previously announced that, that was also announced in last night's budget. So that was the first good one.
1: That's a huge tick, though I haven't seen anything addressing the wage gap in the childcare industry mm. because there is a shortage of workers in that industry. There's a shortage of supply of childcare.
0: Yeah. Well, they're, so, they're putting a bill through parliament at the moment, which came from the Jobs summit. I think um, that their idea is to let um, certain sectors have multiple people working at multiple places uh, essentially grouped together to negotiate salary. So it's sort of like, a look, it's not like a full union going in and doing it, but you can go, all right, so this daycare and our mates over at that daycare, we're gonna to get together and group negotiate our salaries with our employers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're hoping that that will push it up a bit, but there's, there's other things going on there. It's mm-hmm. um, really interesting, mm. yeah.
1: I guess, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, they're a also, stra- it's a strange
0: one. Yeah. They're also getting rid of the rule that um, you can't force your employees to hide what they earn
1: right oh so that they can all speak to each other and compare notes about their salary well yeah that makes sense yeah Yeah, it it does probably been happening for a while right
0: a few things like that yeah so the on the other side Mm. of the um you know helping families um get back in the workforce is is paid parental leave as well is going to be increased um up to 26 weeks it's going to happen slowly over a couple of years but uh but i think that's great essentially you could go half a year um on paid parental leave which
1: is really which good, is a huge, really good. Huge what is it right boost. now i think it's 20 weeks yeah 20 weeks across is it 18 weeks? mother and father yeah oh yeah 20 18, plus yeah, the so two eight yeah. Yeah, that's right but you can now take up to 20 across the two of you so you could share it 10 10 or mm. 15 5 whereas before it was 18 and two yeah um so it's 20 right now it's going to increase by six weeks and mm. That's, that's good. Yeah, there's nothing to sneeze at, nah, is it? Nah, no. Nah, that that will be 26 weeks though, in the year beginning first of July 2026. So yeah, <laughs> it'll it'll increase. We'll ways off that. It'll increase yeah. starting the year July 2024, and then in about eighteen months. Yeah, eighteen months. It'll be two weeks a year. It increases, right? Yeah. So yeah, so. Interesting. It's not going to help in the short term, like while we're facing these more extreme Mm. economic pressures. But
0: interesting, interesting. So the other side, uh, another thing that they'll point out was was affordable housing. Um, My criticism has always been that a lot of the efforts, at least the previous government were doing, were just adding demand, which isn't fixing Mm. affordable housing. It's just making it easier for you to buy
1: an expensive house. Um, But we had a chuckle at. Jim Chalmers saying 350 million dollars <laughs> over five years towards yep. the housing accord setting aspirational goal of 1 million new homes. Yes. If you spread 350 million dollars over 1 million new homes it's not not very much. <laughs>
0: no. and the, I think the way he said it that we calculated it ended up being like 35,000 dollars a house or something like yeah. it <laughs> which, which yeah. this seems a little bit different but but um, it does yeah, they're, they're also gonna be making, uh, so a million new homes in the next five years, but then also 10,000 affordable housing per year or something like that. So uh, an mm. element of that is affordable housing, um, which which is good. So that that is all about adding supply of housing, which is good.
1: Yeah, I mean the challenge there is mm. one of the hardest hit inflation industries is building. Yeah. And so if there's gonna be government spending in the space now as well, mm. the supply shortage, it's just going to be through the roof so how is that going to help inflation yeah that's, that's the question i guess you've got to do something right because there needs to be more affordable housing um and you don't want to see the whole industry collapse like you're seeing home builders um collapse. going to liquidation mm-hmm. but uh yeah yeah i guess they're throwing caution to the wind with this one. i'm hoping that the suppliers will catch up eventually As ships maybe docking. that's why it's over five years yeah, a, true. An that's interesting true as well uh, article
0: I read this morning said that there actually has been a million homes built over the previous five years. Mm-hmm. So it's like this wasn't that am- much of an ambitious goal.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just sort of like let's just build the same amount of homes we built yeah, in the last five years. Exactly, yeah. but
0: but maybe it's more that the government will be stimulating that. I'm, I'm not sure, but but, yeah, but we'll that's see.
1: The, like, how are they? What are they actually doing there to stimulate it? So they said they've got super funds involved they've been working with um where is it oh, it's, uh, it's called the housing accord yeah so they're working with all, all
0: the know, relevant stakeholders screen. in that would be building but i think we had a laugh last night that uh that yeah they're getting the peak industry building bodies on board and and, and they've agreed to an accord they've and agreed. i was like why wouldn't they have why agreed wouldn't they? to build more houses <laughs> of course yeah. that makes sense <laughs> yeah didn't seem
1: like much of an achievement. And the construction sector,
0: yeah. I mean, of course, they're going to agree to that. Um, but but either way, it's good that they are addressing that supply end rather than just the demand end, which is what we've been seeing a lot of in the past. Um, so yeah, so so that's that's interesting. Um, the other another interesting thing involving individuals here, Tim, is that the low to middle income tax offset finishes and it's it's done. And it's not being extended
1: there you go so there there is a little bit of a a removal of Mm. a tax previous tax
0: cut exactly so um that extra little bit of you know five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars that people may have been getting in their tax returns Mm. if if you're earning above certain thresholds uh Mm. will no longer apply you won't be getting them anymore so yeah Mm. that's a that's an interesting one um so you might see a little bit less of a refund if you're earning say $90,000 $90,000 this year
1: yeah and so in the last couple of years you've just been getting that little boost of between mm. $500 and 1200 mm. to your refund without kind of even knowing it just by lodging your tax so, exactly uh, a lot of people probably won't even I guess realize that mm. they've lost that but they have so um, yeah it's and this is this is this budget in a nutshell that's a great example it's like a tiny change mm. people won't really notice it um yeah, there's some things that might benefit people and there's some things that people will be ever so slightly worse off. Yeah. And and that's about it. Um, probably the biggest people who will lose are like, in inverted commas, people who live in those electorates that have been pork-barreled. Yeah. <laughs> um, in inverted commas. like It's just being thrown around now, that, that phrase. But um, where massive funding was announced for projects mm. by the previous government leading into the election. So, yeah. they've cut a lot of those projects and I think they're hoping to sort of, to say like, we're, we're a bit like, more principled and, and above it, uh, which is fair enough and I guess they've got to try and stop some of the cash going through the economy to slow down that inflation. So, it makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense, but if you were like, hoping for that new sporting complex or that new commuter car park or um, road upgrade at Rockhampton as an example, mm-hmm. then then yeah, you're going to be a little bit disappointed. Yeah. So, the, I think depends where you are and who you are for that one. Apparently, they've cancelled
0: $2 billion of grants. That's how Lots. much that the, the grants that they believe were given out without any proper vetting or uh, re- review by the previous government that haven't yet actually started.
1: It's so ironic, actually, because mm. everyone says, Labor government, spend, mm. spend, spend, spend. And what they've done is they've actually reversed the previous liberal government spending mm. so it
0: is an interesting and yeah. it's an interesting budget <laughs> well, It is. this is something that you might expect from um yeah f- from a liberal government rather than it a rather is. than a labor it's government
1: what they, what's, it's what a liberal government would tell you mm. they do mm. in their budgets and unwind spending yeah from the labor government mm. so so yeah, yeah that, from that perspective, as a tight ass i respect that that's that's great they found some savings yeah but uh unique again unique circumstances if you are one of those people who are going to benefit from a road upgrade Mm. you're not going to anymore so yeah that's upsetting
0: yeah okay so there's been a few other little um, things like there's been some more investment in the environment and we spoke uh, about the electric car infrastructure around the country and and hydrogen refueling stations and things like that they're going to be implementing Um, as well so that's 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 going to be good they've they've added more money into helping the great barrier reef and a few other things so all all good stuff um the devil will be in the detail like always with those things um but for our for the point of our listeners um another interesting thing is that they're going to invest more money in the nbn which means a lot of people who ended up only getting fiber Mm. to the node will now be upgraded to fiber to the premises
1: yeah that's uh that's a really interesting spend. Mm. Can you see, like, do you have a figure on what they're spending for that? Or, uh, 2.4 billion. A lot. Yeah. So,
0: um, well, th- th- think but- about it this way that, the, like, the NBN was initially announced, right? And, and I was like, this is fantastic. This is probably yeah. 2010 or something. Like, it was a long mm. time ago. And, and I was like, this is great. You know, the internet, we're going to need it when everything we're going to do is more and more online. Um, they decided to do this fiber to the node. Then the coalition government came in and they said, this is going to cost too much. So we're just going to go fiber to the node instead of to the premises. Yeah. Um, and we're going to save all this money by doing that and roll it out. But since then think about how much of our life is now online and how much you like desperately need the internet as like, it's it's as, as essential as electricity in your home. Really? Definitely. Definitely. Um, So it just makes sense that a little bit more investment to make it faster and keep us up with the rest of the world. Um, I don't know. That makes sense to me.
1: Not against it. Mm. Um, It's just interesting that they're choosing to upgrade that now Mm. when they're cutting a lot of other costs. That is true. That is true. It sort of seems like out of left field, right? It it wasn't really
0: spoken about, yeah.
1: All that infrastructure upgrading that happened over the past decade Mm. when there was huge cost blowouts anyway we're just going to like kind of scrap that now and upgrade it to what it should have been Mm. in the first place, which it it wasn't their fault that it it was um, a mediocre project Mm. that was delivered. But yeah, Yeah. there will be a lot of free TAFE
0: in selected industries where there's job shortages.
1: That's excellent. Mm. I think that is such a good idea. Mm. Uh, I think there was some talk about aged care, Mm-hmm. in amongst the industries that are going to be receiving, yeah, education boosts. Yeah, So, that's really good. I agree. I'm a fan of that.
0: So, that's broadly speaking, all of the kind of significant measures that they announced. Now, there's a whole bunch of little things that, that they did. And I wanted to, to point out a few of these because they might be relevant for the small business listeners and the accountant listeners that are... That are Um, Mm -hmm. listening here right now so a few little interesting things one uh, it was announced I don't know if it was like the previous budget or the previous couple budgets ago um, that good complying self-managed super funds would no longer need to be audited every year and instead would only need to be audited every three years they've decided to scrap that Mm -hmm. and it will now be still every year like it currently is yeah
1: so that's interesting practically that wasn't going to work very well so, man, nah,
0: yeah, nah, cool. just, just interesting that's happening. Um, yeah. uh, digital currencies, not foreign currency. So, uh, the government yeah. is to introduce legislation to clarify that digital currencies like your bitcoins um, and all your cryptos um, will be excluded from the income tax treatment of foreign currency. Mm. So, that's interesting. Yep. Yeah. All you crypto, crypto bros mm. out there listening to this, you're going to be want to be paying attention to that?
1: The, the government's also, I read in one of these, uh, they're throwing another like $3 billion towards um, collecting more tax revenue. Mm. So they're extending their programs they had, um, spending a little bit more money. So they're obviously seeing some success in recouping uh tax that people were avoiding I guess so yeah yeah
0: yeah. I read that as well tax avoid yeah here it is um, Yep, uh, 200 million a year funding boost to the ATO to extend its tax avoidance task force mm. and they're expecting to bring in a 2.8 billion dollars over four years of unpaid taxes yeah. that's massive um, so expect to hear more from the ATO around um deductions that they might think uh, fall outside the norms or mm. areas that they're hoping to target because yeah it, it'll happen it'll definitely happen um and then a few other little bits and pieces here um like uh, you know things that probably won't be list- relevant to many people that are listening uh, a change in the way that you um depreciate intangible assets in your business mm. um a change Absolutely. in the way that off market share buybacks by listed companies is treated again. That's probably not that mm. relevant to most listeners, but, but if you're an accountant, you might want to be across some of that. Mm. And um, then there's just some big picture things around uh, first nations people and an investment into um, well-being and health outcomes and the referendum, of course, for the um, mm. first nations voice to parliament. So yeah, yeah, that, all of that stuff was previously announced. So, so really what we're getting at here is apart from yeah. those small savings and a few little changes, this wasn't mm. a significant change. Um, there wasn't anything surprising that we didn't already know from last night's budget.
1: Which is probably a good thing. Like mm. we don't need surprises right now. We just need people mm. to keep doing what they're doing. Mm. There's factors out of our control. And uh, yeah, yeah. We've just got to be smart with the way we're living right now, not stress out too much, not do anything crazy or rash. And uh, in two or three years, this weird economic time may be behind us in some ways.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's right. And in May next year, uh, it'll be the third budget we've done in like 13 months. <laughs> that's great, isn't it? <laughs> is that, that April is right. or well, when was the one this year? March, April, because it was moved before the election. Uh, yeah. And then there's this one, October, and then there'll be the May one again. So...
1: Looking if forward we do another live, I might be able to bring my uh, six-month-old son, approximately, onto the podcast. That so would that be great. Be cool. Yeah,
0: can hear yeah. can hear its um, views on some of the topics.
1: Yeah. Uh, if, if you're going
0: to go listen to our 200th episode celebration from last night, which was a which was a live budget episode, um, yeah, we had, we had great fun. Uh, you know, we awesome. we had uh, offered men on the street finally actually yeah. uh, answered the phone and had a good long good. chat to us. That was really good. I was trying to yeah. team him up to, to tease us a few times, but he's just being too nice and friendly. He's
1: been a very nice guy. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he stepped up a notch in my books last night, which is why I went and beat him at golf this morning. <laughs> so, sorry about that, Michael.
0: Yeah. I tried Best to give him... Ever. Uh, good work on that, by the way. He was very upset. He called me just to tell me how upset he was about it.
1: By the way, I've checked the comp and because it was competition today, I thought I was going to win. I'm 42 points. Mm. Someone had 49 points. I came second for 42 points. Do you win a meat tray or a or something? I uh, probably don't win anything now. <laughs> yeah, we match anyway, we <laughs> win those comps, but yeah. thought I was going to win something, mm. but- uh, That's yeah. unfortunate, yeah. unfortunate yeah, but glad you be beat him,
0: um, even though he was such a nice person. I, I tried to team up by asking about our exercise routine. I thought he was going to make some like uh, Dan's Gumby, like I've never seen you know, a Gumby guy or, or some joke, but he was just <laughs> nice. Buddy offered, um, yeah, nice. but then we also had Mike Mortlock on. We had a few audio um, yeah, audio bits coming. A uh, good uh, good number one fan of the podcast, Jason, jumped on for the entire yes. time, so we kept getting his feedback on things, which was that really was funny. Was um, the not uh, we won't release the part where we actually watched the budget and did a drinking game and commented. Um, if, so if you ever want to go watch that, um, it's on Facebook. You can just go watch it. Mm-hmm. but uh, the, the audio version will just be the, the celebration part or everything leading up to that point
1: yeah that was fun it was mm. good it was like a you know each season like friends have their uh, best moments of the season the like recap episode. So that was kind of what it was like for us so uh, it was good it was yes really good.
0: good times all right well that's our budget wrap up for for this budget we'll see you again in the budget in six months time we're looking forward to dive into what happens then I have a feeling it's going to be a big one I have a feeling that this is this is set the path.
1: It could be. Like I I think I think there's gonna be very minimal government intervention in the mm. next couple of years, unless something really goes bad. So mm. Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe I'm premature on that. Maybe it'll be just, in a couple of years, there'll be a big change.
1: Yeah, like the economy is on a simmer mm. right now. And they're just like, Well, it's not great. It's gonna probably wreck the stew. But it could be much worse if we go and do like we could totally ruin it if yeah. we don't do something drastic.
0: Yeah, you're right. right. That is true. That mm. is true. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. To drunk podcast at gmail.com, 2 drunk accountants and all the socials, 2 drunkaccountants.com.au for our website. And uh, we will chat to you later in the week and again every other week from now on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds
0: good. All right.
1: Thanks, Dan. Catch you later. Bye.